0: The Gators are in on quite a few recruits that are committing this week. I'm going to make some sure-to-miss predictions. Find out only here on Locked On Gators. You are Locked On Gators, your daily podcast on the Florida Gators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Gators, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Lockdown Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free wherever you listen to the podcast. And I'd like to thank LinkedIn Jobs for being the official college football recruiting sponsor across the Lockdown College Network. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash Lockdown College. Terms and conditions apply. Happy Monday. I'm Brandon Olson. Find me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Written work with Whole Nine Sports and Giants Country of SI.com. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. Um, we're going to get into some commitment predictions, but first, I want to talk about the second two segments of the show. Amazing interview with 2022 Florida Gator Commit. He's on roster now. Hayden Hansen, the tight end. It was just a phenomenal interview. He's a great kid. He's awesome. Um, but yes, we are talking about some 2023 commitments or recruits that we'll be committing. And there are three players that are committing this coming Saturday at different times. we'll talk about them more before then. We'll also talk about the July 28th commitments. Um, but for now we're talking about these three that we're going to talk about. And as much as I'd love for them to all be Gators, let's get into it. First up is five-star safety, Joannelle Aguero, who IMG kid that's now at St. John's prep in, I believe it's Danvers, Massachusetts. Um, but he's a five-star safety IMG kid for, I believe, two seasons, maybe one. But uh, he, he's going to pick between Miami or Florida, I think. I know Georgia's in there, and Georgia was one of the earlier runners, but I just I don't think it'll happen. Um, so Miami or Florida over Georgia and Ohio State are the two schools that I think will miss out. Uh, this is the only school that I've— this is the only player that I've picked two schools for it. And, I mean, Aguero has been very openly tweeting about Miami a lot, which is something also where it's like, I feel like Florida doesn't have, like, Florida doesn't have that happen, I think. There's not a ton of commits that are constantly tweeting about Florida. And I know that a lot of it comes down to, you know, Miami or Michigan State or Oklahoma tweet, like, basically asking these kids, like, hey, like, tweet about Miami, tweet about whatever school, um, Florida, I feel like, hasn't really had that happen too much. After kids commit, they do it all the time. But before then, we haven't really seen it happen that much, and I'd like to see the staff kind of kind of press on that more. And we're going to talk about a lot of recruiting this week, by the way. We'll talk about what Florida can maybe do better, who they could target, what what's up with the uh, upcoming commitment dates that are happening. But right now, yeah, with Joe Alguero, he's been tweeting a lot about Miami. Uh, he's taken two visits to Florida and Miami in June. He also took two to Georgia, but Again, I something about it, I don't think he's going to be a Georgia Bulldog. Um, one reason that I do think Aguero could maybe pick Florida is I think that the IMG ties could push Florida for him to maybe rejoin uh, forces, maybe, with Kamari Wilson, of course, the five-star that then changed to four-star after committing uh, safety from IMG that's now a gator. I, I think Kamari Wilson could maybe push Aguero to join Florida, and I, I'm hoping he will. Uh, Aguero is someone that I really like I really enjoy. And again, John Garcia won't be here this week, but we've got clips from when we talked about these kids and and we will talk about them again and we'll get into that again. But Joe Aguero will be committing this Saturday and I don't know if he'll be a Gator, but I want him to be, but I think he'll be a Kane or Gator. Next up is a four-star offensive tackle, Peyton Kirkland, who I think up until... Two weeks ago, I was saying every time I see this kid tweet, he's tweeting about Oklahoma or he's tweeting about Miami. So he's going to be going to one of those two schools. That's my pick. And then the past week or so happened and he started tweeting a lot about Michigan State. And now I'm like, well, maybe he's going to be a Michigan State kid because I think he will pick Michigan State over Oklahoma, Miami, Florida, and Alabama. I think Florida's kind of fallen out of the running there. Uh, it's yet another offensive line miss, which again, if this happens, we'll talk about it next week about what the misses have, what misses we've had, how we could address those, and how we could fix those issues. Um, but yeah, he's been tweeting a lot about Oklahoma and Miami more than anybody else, and then Michigan State just like immediately skyrocketed in his tweet activity. Um, and I realize I'm talking a lot about tweet activity. What these kids publicly say will likely reflect their decision oftentimes. So, yes, I think I think there holds a certain weight in saying he's tweeting a lot about Michigan State. I think Michigan State's favored. But also recently in the past uh, two or three weeks, he's gotten crystal ball to Michigan State a lot. And it's happened. And, you know, it just seems like one of those things where, like, he's tweeting go green, like, every day. Um, and Michigan State, you know, they, they do have a great staff in terms of recruiting. They're going to do it. I mean, Florida took William Piegler from Michigan State, our tight ends coach. Uh, they took him from Michigan State where he was a running backs coach. I, I think that Peyton Kirkland's going to be going to Michigan State. And then the other player that's committing this Saturday is Malik Bryant, the four star linebacker edge. I think he's picking Miami over Florida, Bama, and USC. And I think he's picking Miami because. Miami has just been throwing the absolute bag at kids, and I think that this will not be any different, um, which sucks for Florida because Florida has not been able to keep up in the NIL game, which, again, we'll talk about. Um, but Florida has not been able to keep them in the NIL game recently, and I think Miami is probably going to take Malik Bryant there. I still have hope that he will be a Florida Gator. Um, I'm not completely saying that they're out of the running. Like, I think they're out of the running with Peyton Kirkland. Uh, but I think they're in the running for Aguero. I think they're in the running for Malik Bryant. And the reason especially that I say with Aguero is Patrick Tony's our, our co-defensive coordinator that's going to be calling the plays. He is also the safeties coach. And when you're a DB with a DC that's calling – with a safeties coach that's calling the plays – He's got to focus on other things as well. So you get to work with the cornerbacks coach sometimes, and that's Corey Raymond, who's one of the best developers in college football. So Aguero would get to work with the DC. He'd get to work with one of the best DB coaches, the guy that helped LSU become DBU for a bit. And Malik Bryant, I'm holding out hope because he is as perfect a scheme fit as you get for this Patrick Tony Sean Spencer defense, where he's going to be working the edge, the off-ball linebacker. He's going to be moving around, playing coverage, rushing from the edge, dropping back from the edge, blitzing from the A-gap as an off-ball linebacker. He's going to be doing so much that, yes, I do think Miami's got the, got the leg up right now, but I don't think it's much. I think that it's just money at that point. I, I think it's one of those things where it's like it's strictly business. It's strictly financial. Um, also, typically, I don't have inside sources for this. This is just me pr- making predictions, which I think I'm going to do from now on when there are scheduled dates, scheduled commitment dates just because – it's fun to do. I'm going to be wrong 99% of the time, but that is that is what it is. We're about to be joined by Hayden Hansen for the rest of the show. And again, Florida Gators tight end, three-star this year, quarterback turned tight end. You're going to love this interview. I know I loved it. It's one of the favorite interviews I've ever done in, in the four years now, almost five years that I've been doing media work. So I'm going to love it so much. Uh, you're going to love it so much. But first, a quick word from LinkedIn, because as the sun comes out and small businesses are back in business, LinkedIn Jobs makes it easier to grow your team. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the people you want to interview faster and for free. And if you've never used LinkedIn Jobs before, I highly recommend it. That's how I got my last job before Locked On. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. You could post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. So joining me now is Hayden Hansen, one of the newest players on this Florida Gators team for the 2022 season. And he's a three-star tight end. We love him. We love tight ends here. Favorite position on offense. So I'm cool with it. But Hayden, what was your recruitment like? Because, you know, you were committed to Louisiana with Billy Napier and then he left to come to Florida and then you ended up at Florida. So just what was that whole process like for you?
1: So um, it was pretty crazy because at first I was one of the first ones committed to him at UO. And then obviously you hear the rumors about him leaving and the possibility, and I knew that when I committed, but I just didn't think it would be this year. I figured I'd get two good years out of him at UL, and then he'd leave. uh, It came sooner than I thought. I started hearing more and more rumors, so about – I think it was – I waited till the day he left, and I decommitted. And uh, it was a good two months before I heard from him again. I heard – it was actually pretty cool. He texted me on Christmas Day, (laughs) like a little surprise, like right before – it was like 10 at night. He just texted me and uh, letting them know that I was back in in Florida – and then uh, next week after that, he sent uh, Piegler, O'Hara, himself, and um, they they came down to my house for a house visit, and they said they won't be on an official visit the next week, which was cutting it close because February 2nd was right around the corner. And I was to the point where I was like, all right, if y'all are serious about it, then, yeah, I'm going to be all in. But I got to make sure I can space it out so I know where to go for my last two visits. And um, I had another one set up with Washington State right after um, Florida and, but they ended up offering me and then I ended up committing right before I left. So.
0: Yeah, that, that was kind of a crazy process. Cause I believe it was your visit started on the 21st, you got the offer 22nd committed 23rd and it was just, It was just so much happened in such a <laughs> short amount of time that it was just awesome to see. And what kind of was it that sold you on playing for Billy Napier?
1: So, I mean, I picked him over some big offers. I had like Colorado and stuff, but, uh, it was just – I bought into his system. Like, I saw what he did at UL in the four years he was there. He just – like a top tier. They were ranked the past two years. Like, it's it's crazy what they did. They beat Iowa State. Um, it's just, like, a lot of coaches talk about their culture and stuff, what they do. But, like, he had examples of how it worked and when it did and how he brought it up from the ground up from scratch. So Yeah, he, he's uh, a
0: complete program builder here in a culture team. We've seen so much. I know – you know you've been in Gainesville for I believe two months now I think you got here in May and you know we saw last year uh, culture wasn't great <laughs> it, just, it wasn't it wasn't here in Gainesville but uh we've seen things change so much so quickly but what has your Gainesville experience been like so far
1: it's been awesome um I was uh the mopeds caught on to me quick I was like don't need to get one And like everyone on the team was like yeah if you don't have a truck or something you need to get one so uh, I went down and bought me a moped and uh, I've been exploring. Um, it's a pretty – it's like a small-town feel, but it's really not small. You know what I mean? Like, it's – there's a lot of stuff to do around here, and uh, I've just been kind of exploring with some of my teammates and stuff, and we've been having a good time. And, I mean, you just
0: mentioned you've been exploring with your teammates and having fun. There's quite a few players on the Florida roster that are from Texas. So, has that kind of been a good still feel for home from you?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, there's, there's a lot of diversity How this team. Like, well, I'm moving with um, – Andrew Savayanaya, he's from Washington. Uh, I'm moving with Trey Smack, the kicker. He's from Maryland. I'm from Texas. I'm moving with Jack Pyburn. He's he's a hometown. He's from Florida. So there's a lot of just we're all kind of diverse. It's cool hearing about like their stories, like the food they have up there. It's like it's so it's so different. But yeah, you definitely like Caleb Douglas. He's from Houston. It's about two hours from me, so we share a lot of common ground there. So,
0: and then shifting more towards an on-field uh focus point here how would you describe your play style
1: so my play style is I compare myself to people like Jason Witt and Gronk that are going to block 50% maybe more of the time but are always a threat and like play action rollout or you can stick me out wide for a size mismatch obviously I'm not going to outrun anyone on the field or burn anyone I run like a four a high like four seven eight so I'm not going to be burning the secondary or anything like that but if if I can get the ball in my hands, I'll break a few tackles. It's gonna take more than one person to take me down. So um, that's just that's my that's how I like the best way I can compare it to is like Jason Witten, the Gronks, the bigger ones that are gonna. And if you ever need an extra blocker in there, that they can secure the run game for you. So that's how that's how I say it.
0: I think the Florida Gators are gonna win seven games this year, six games or less, seven or more, six or less. Right now on Bet Online, the Gators' win total is set at six and a half. So make sure to get your bets in as soon as you can, because that line's going to change. I'm taking the over. Uh, even if it goes up to 7.5, I'd take the over again. I don't care. I'm, I'm just feeling that way. I've been using Bet Online for years now. I couldn't be happier with it. Your number one source for your betting needs and sports information. It's got not just football, basketball, baseball, soccer, hockey, darts, table tennis, tennis. It's got uh, economics, politics, award shows, reality shows. It's got everything on this website and so much more head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn all about the trends and action check out bet online it's where the game starts I like that you said Jason Witten because I'm I'm assuming you're a Cowboys fan. Um, but I, I like that you brought up Jason Witten because he's someone who was never the most athletic, was always good at blocking, but for some reason the dude is just always open. And it was I'm a Giants fan, so that was incredibly frustrating <laughs> from my side to just see that he was always open. And you know we we've talked about you as or everybody has kind of thought about you as strictly a blocking tight end, but I was watching your tape and you you could do some things there where a little bit of violence as a runner and it's interesting to see like I know there was that one play where you lined up out wide and you you took a screen to the house and it was just I mean I'm I'm hoping we see that in Gainesville I'll let you know that much um and I mean I know you mentioned Witten and Gronk are there any other players that you kind of try to build your play style after
1: yeah so uh, Mercedes Lewis is one of them in uh Green Bay he's um he's a pretty good I, I like to style it like his blocking techniques are amazing and then when he gets the ball it's like a this is a wrecking ball like you don't like no one wants to take him down but they just know they have to like have to try and uh another one's like Delaney Walker he's a good one um but yeah I mean when people when people try to label me as just a blocking tight end, I get where they're coming from because yeah six seven two fifty seven like I'm not the I'm not Kyle Pitts I'm not a, a receiver type but uh uh, I just I, I can run routes I mean I, I can split out wide and run obviously I'm not going to birdie one downfield but I can get that separation to get that first down catch or five yards or whatever they need so
0: yeah I mean and you're just adding to the long line of Florida high school quarterbacks turn tight ends with guys like Kyle Pitts Jordan Reed Trey Burton they've all done it but what has that kind of transition been like for you to go from quarterback? And I'm pretty sure it was a few games into your junior year that you changed. So it wasn't even like you had a full off season to prepare, but what was that transition been like?
1: So uh, switching to quarterback to tight end, I think that's a big reason why my recruitment didn't blow up sooner because um, I was a quarterback my whole life till junior year. I moved to Weatherford and uh, we were, I was having a quarterback battle with another kid and um we were both very good and the coaches basically came up and said, Look, we need to play both of y'all and we had whether for we had scouts coming in like tech and OU and SMU and they were they would always ask me, Why don't you play tight end? It's like I never thought of it. And then they came up in a scrimmage. I was like, Yeah, I'll go give it I'll go give it a try. So my junior year I ran like a five yard out, turned into like a thirty five yard gain first time and I was like, This is nice. Like you don't have as much pressure, you you just gotta remember what you're doing your route you're running and you just don't go down like I, was like I can get into this so but a couple of games later I made the full-time switch so re- in all in all reality se- senior year is my only full year of playing tight end like I'm still learning a lot the um, more I, I more than we're out running side like the technique and stuff like I'm good on blocking for the most part it's just like I'm learning like the splits the footwork the release but um I'm, I'm coming along very fast and um I'm, I'm just ready to show it so
0: you're also kind of um, a, a an odd transition from quarterback to tight end because a lot of the guys we've seen move, or even quarterback to receiver, they can run routes, and it's usually these very athletic guys that can run routes and get open, but and they struggle as blockers, and you're kind of the opposite, which is always interesting to see, and I'm interested to see how this development is going to go. Do you have any goals for the upcoming season, whether it's individually or team-oriented?
1: Yeah, so um, as a team, I mean, we've been we've been having these player led meetings, and we all want we all want a t- uh, title. We all want a national title. We all want the SEC championship. We want to take down Georgia and obviously beat Bama. And uh, we're coming together. It's a we're it's a pretty good unit. I'm seeing, but uh, I mean, just personally talking, I mean, I mean, every freshman will tell you they don't want a red shirt, but we'll see what happens. So uh, fall camp's coming up in about two weeks, so I'm ready for it.
0: And I mean, we're we're going to talk about this. And I I swear, if you say Jason Witten, I'm ending the interview right now. <laughs> Who is the best tight end of all time?
1: Yeah, so it's not Jason Witten, in my opinion, for the best tight end of all time. Um, it's kind of a tricky one. Um, it's hard. I Gronk's got to be in that conversation. I'd say Tony Gonzalez. Um, it's just, I'm I I'd say Gronk just because of what he did it's uh, he's just there's not much weakness in his game like he, and he's been doing it for so long like tell me another end that's retired came back the next year or just changed his mind and just like Tom Brady did it's, it's just crazy to me like
0: yeah and I think for the younger generation as well like we're gonna say Gronk because we didn't see prime Tony Gonzalez uh, like, it's, it's hard to say that but we saw Paul Gronk and we saw him just completely decimate every defense he saw for over a decade at this point and just the last question for you is what what is it that you like to do in your free time I know you're a, a Texas kid now in a brand new area so what is it that you kind of do in your free time
1: so uh, during the day uh, I've been going down to this um the spring down in Gainesville and uh it's been pretty fun just like tubing down it and like climbing cliffs with the guys and uh so that's one and I go out at night with some of the freshmen to explore Gainesville and stuff and that's been fun but I really haven't found like a true hobby here yet because I mean I've only been here for two months and um but I'm looking I'm sure when like everyone gets back for like fall classes and stuff that other places will be popping up and stuff so
0: and just where can the Gators Gator fans find you on Instagram Twitter where can they find you
1: So I'm most active on Instagram. I am active on Twitter though. My Instagram is just Hayden Hanson 89. That's my number I'm going to be wearing for my time as a Gator. I wanted it and I got it. So, uh, yeah, then Twitter's the same exact thing. So. Is there, is there a significance to 89 for you? So so when I was a quarterback, I wore number five. And then when I switched to tight end, I stayed wearing number five until my senior year. I was like, all right, I'm a full-time tight end now. It's like, it's time to get a tight end number, you know? And, I'm. I know you earlier you said I was a Cowboy fan. I'm not a Cowboy fan. It might surprise you, but uh, I'm a Ravens fan uh, since the Joe Flacco era. But, uh, yeah, and then I was a big fan of Mark Andrews. I was like, you know what, let's go with 89 and just see what happens. And I, I liked it for senior year. And then uh, I got here and I was like, obviously I'm not going to get number five. They're going to give those to the seniors. So I was like, all right, so let's go with 89. I was, I just told Coach Pigo, he asked me, I was like, if you can give me 89, there'll be no complaints. <laughs> and I got it, so.
0: And now I know you're a Ravens fan. That's how I know that uh that yeah, you're a good blocker because it's just, <laughs> yeah Like oil and all that. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense there. Thanks, Hayden. I mean, best of luck this season, and and we're just hoping for the best for you, man.
1: Yes, sir. Appreciate it.
0: Thanks again for making Locked on Gators your first listen of the day. We are available daily and free right we listen to podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with more on your Florida Gators football team. Now make your second listen Locked On SEC hosted by Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Gordy gives you the best coverage on the best conference, including the best university, the University of Florida, right there, baby, with the best stadium, by the way. That's also right behind me. For Lockdown Gators, I'm Brandon Olson. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at WNS underscore Brandon. Find my written work and YouTube work with Whole9Sports and find more written work with GiantsCountryofSI.com. And I will see you all tomorrow.